Everything in Tammy's life is just great. But when you're young and in love, life can get very complicated, especially when it involves an insanely jealous creep. That's my lady, all right? Late night phone calls. I want you to come over. Yes! Sneaking around in your own house. Did you lock the door? Don't worry. Your boyfriend getting dumped in a wild animal park. And a crazy doctor. Well, that's it. Who turns out to be a mad scientist. And if you're going to make an omelet, you have to break a few eggs, right? Yoga fire, oh, yoga life. flame. Yeah. <laughs> Street fighter. Dulcine for Street president. Street fighter 2. Dulcine, solid. E-Honda. That's the arm if you can't <laughs> see what I was doing. I was doing the... <laughs> Do some Mortal Kombat sounds now. How about... Toasty. Toasty. Oh, Bison was supposed to be the name of the boxer. Uh, well, true. yeah, it was. And then... Um, Balrog got switched. Balrog, yep, they yeah. got switched and so did uh, the final boss. What's yeah. his name? Yeah, because he's Mike well, he, Bison. He was, yeah, he was in Bison, <laughs> the final the Russian dude. Well, yeah, but they switched it. I don't uh, remember what his actual uh, name was. The, 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 Balrog. The, uh, the dictator. Yeah, is in Bison now. Oh, he was named Balrog? One. He was Balrog. That's, so yep, that, that's yeah. the switch. It's such an obvious it's very, it's mix very weird, yep. Yeah. Was that an accident? No, it's on purpose because Mike, Mike, Mike Bison, Bison oh. looked, yeah, it was too obviously yeah. like Mike well, can, Tyson. Did they get in trouble like legally for that? Oh, I sure. think they were worried about it at the time. I think they <laughs> Mike probably... Mike Bison's like a, <laughs> a joke, like a, a comedy movie if they were trying to like cover it up. I guess they figured it out. No, no, just... that's not Mike Tyson. That's Mike Bison. To <laughs> <laughs> be fair, he doesn't look anything like Mike Tyson. But I mean, he's a... Big boxer. He's a boxer. He's a big American boxer yeah. in the nineties. Well, okay, that's pretty much a given at that point. <laughs> he doesn't look like an M Bison, though. You know, M Bison. Vander Schmolyfield, like... actually. <laughs> How about Street Make Fighter? Guy. Street Fighter the movie, the game. How, wait, is, that the, is that the anime? Have one? you actually played that? No, Street Fighter the movie is a live action film, but then they made. A, oh god! It looks. You know how Mortal Kombat's yes, like live exactly. action actors. Yeah. They did that with the movie. Was it on, it's supposed to be unplayable. Was garbage. it on Sega or something? Uh, it was. Yeah, it was on. I think it was on like Sega CD or Sega Saturn. Something you're you're a big proponent of the uh, the Street Fighter movie, man, right? No, I'm not. The I, anime I you really liked it. The anime one. You made the anime at one. one point I fell asleep in it. We we started it. I think just for fun. We also did because uh, the thing is, Dead or Alive is the greatest. Dead or Alive is a video <laughs> game adaptation. Un, That's not a, not a joke. That movie's so good. So good. But then we watched Mortal Kombat after that, and it was, it's okay, but Dead or Alive is way better. Mortal Kombat gets a lot of good press, and it deserves some of it. That's still like a really good, like, shitty video the game so, The song is from the movie. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that if we didn't that, have that the alone, movie, we wouldn't have the song. Thank God for that. Yeah. But but uh, Dead or Alive is a... Uh, Dead or Alive is perfect. Real good. All right. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Horrible Podcast, where we like to bring you uniquely face value reviews of horror movies. Ooh, I forgot that I have two additions in my pocket to the mug. Oh, oh you're okay. adding to the Is mug live here? I'm adding to the mug live. I won't tell, tell us you. what they are. I can't. Come on. That's besides the point. Oh, come on. Just tell us what they oh, are. Oh, come on now. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on, Seth. You have a tiny penis. <laughs> Four-year-old version. Still riff. one of my favorite lines in it's movie history. Funny. It's very good, especially because we have a friend named Seth we hang out with all the time, and you know he got fucking lit up. And you know he's got a tiny penis, and too. you know he's got a tiny penis. All right, they're in the mug. Hell yeah! So, Can't wait to draw those up eventually. Uh yeah. Um, what did I say? Usually, uh, we're gonna talk about three movies today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a Denise Richards theme. Of course, it's, uh, it's <laughs> you the, are all asking for it. It's the oops, all Denise. Oops, episode. all Denise. Good. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna talk 
about the toy box from 2018. And I already then, forgot about that. One. Yeah. I wish I could. And then we'll talk about um, Tammy and the T-Rex. You know what? We're going to reverse those. We'll talk about Tammy and the T-Rex first. And then we'll fucking put that middle bullshit in the middle. Spoilers? So, excuse me. Oh, wow. The toy box goes in the middle. And then on the end, the headliner, Starship Troopers. Everyone knows that one. Everyone knows that's worth talking about. Again, these aren't spoilers to whether the movies are good or bad. It's whether the discussion will be entertaining or not. That's fair. You don't know. Lead with your second we'll best, end with your best. We'll see. It could it could line up that way. I like how you're explaining your logic. You did this the last few episodes. I know. Yeah. But you're this doing is this. This is episode 270. <laughs> You've done this every time, but you're you're starting to treat it imagine? as if it's a revelation. Star, <laughs> Star Wars episode 270. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, I mean, it's going to happen eventually. <laughs> I guess you're right. Um, I'm Devin here with uh, most of the co-hosts. Bluechster died last week. He's gone forever. Rip. I have uh, Dylan though. Uh, across from me. Yep, uh, you got uh, the the Blutster, but not quite as good. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm the the garbage boy. That's very uh, between uh, being dead or alive. I think I would choose dead, honestly. Is, That's very sweet of you to say, but I mean, Blutster's the garbage boy. It's true. Like, He's not here. We I don't know what you're talking about. That guy. I'm throwing off. You just mentioned dead or alive. The the, the, the movie. Is, yeah. Is, is that in reference to that? Are you saying? Yes, in reference to that. Because I can't I can't stop thinking about it now. I just want to. Really I can't stop it. thinking about that beach volleyball game and those bub bubs. They they I mean, play volleyball in the they movie. They do. They do, and it's, and a it's great really scene. good. It's yeah. wonderful. Is it up there that, with, the, with the Top Gun scene? I want to. I want to. I want to sit down for a second here and and proselytize the 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 gospel of Dead or Alive. <laughs> that movie legitimately is great. Like well, we've heard from you, I haven't seen it. It, it, it. I think you would think, and based on the the, the series that it comes from, it's just going to be like girls bouncing around on, on <laughs> the beach with volleyballs. It is unironically one of the most like empowering what like uh, mid two thousands yeah, movies I've ever seen. It's, it's so weirdly wholesome. It's very good. It's great. I'll tell you what, though. Unironically, I fucking loved that beach volleyball game because it was just... Oh, it's, you could it's crank great. it to it. It was a good game. Honestly, the game was pretty good. Yeah. But it was just fun. It was just such a happy game. The music was very uplifting and fun. I swear, I play it for also, the volleyball. Plus, that, there was big there's, there's There's something about like playing a game and unlocking outfits, too. Like I yeah. love like when you just get new clothes for your characters to wear. Yes, mm. Gimpy, you're the better. God, I love Ugh. those new clothes. Mm. Manton is Jason. Yeah, yeah, to me. yeah, I had something to say and I well, lost it. Dylan so. just said, "Was it whether he'd be rather be yeah, dead or between alive? Between dead or alive, what would you choose?" I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, just defile expectation and say alive. Whoa, he's crazy. Like, very, the, very dark. I the know. movie alive that makes you wish you were dead. Oh or? God, no. I just actual, actual okay. living, living. Okay, dead, yeah. alive, buried, alive. Ooh, dead or alive. dead or alive. Uh, or alive. And it's uh, got to be a movie not, called it's, Dead. It's not going to be Alive. I'm sure. <laughs> is there a movie just called Dead? <laughs> if, if you give me Evil Dead, there if you has give me to Dead be, Alive right? as an option, of course I'm going to pick. Yeah, Dead Alive, dead alive is kind of. How many movies so are there that have an adjective that is modifying the word Dead? A lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we even did an episode of it way back. No, we in did. The, we did the Dead episode. Yeah. That's a really early one, right? Yeah. Well, good stuff. <laughs> Blue Star, how you doing? Shit. He's oh, he's dead. dead. He's actually dead. Um, it, it, it's. I, I'm curious, like, if anyone, when we started out and said he's dead, if anyone is, like, really wondering, like, honestly, like, wondering if he's dead. If we said that, if we announced that he was dead in <laughs> if, that fashion. If this was how we did it, yeah. <laughs> this is how we did it. Um, <laughs> this is how he'd like it. It's, it's true. <laughs> this is what he would want. <laughs> he would. And God, God rest God his soul. <laughs> it, would be, it would be, like, four episodes later. People would be like, is he actually, he's actually okay? fucking dead. No, 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 he's dead. We Don't said worry, so. he's definitely going to be on next week. He's alive. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Before we get right into the movies, next next Sunday 
or this coming Sunday, is that the Oscars? It's church. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many who are all going to church. We're all going to church. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, it's this Sunday. Okay, so yeah. I have, a, I have a, a pitch for the next episode. We should... Save we should, it for the end. Ooh, I, yeah. I will. Do save it for the end. But it's going to be Oscar uh, related. Anyway, um, let's talk about whew, a movie. Speaking of the Oscars, mm-hmm. it's going to be called T-Rex. Oscar Bait, and we're just going to jack gonna off. It's going to be porn. It's going to bait the whole time to... Uh, to Oscar the Grouch? Oscar the Grouch. Perfect. This is my usual my usual routine. Oh Lord, my spank bank is full of Oscar. That green little mm. God, no wonder he's so grouchy. <laughs> um, yeah, Tammy the T Rex. Ooh, speaking of trash cans, this, this what a is fucking how movie. we built this theme. I just want <laughs> I, to, I want Man to explain himself a little well, bit. Here. It's it's in the it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of hitting the the circuits yeah, right yeah, now. People are it? talking about it. Yeah, it, it was at actually the the film fest that we went to and didn't watch any movies at <laughs> that we flew like hundreds of miles to go to and paid a lot of money. Um, but yeah, we had we had heard it talked about. Taming the T-Rex, um, because, uh, you know what, I'll explain this, because we don't have Blooster, he died. Um, Taming the T-Rex is a movie from 94, and just, like, um, excuse me, I'm, I'm kind of blanking out here. I got it if you don't. No, I no, I, I literally watched it last night, but it's just, I, for whatever reason, it has Paul Walker and Denise Richards it's in it. It's something. Which is so weird, because it's from 1994, and my first thought when I popped it on was, like, Oh, okay. This is a movie that came out where they were trying to get these young stars in, together and, and, and make no, some this, crazy this movies. Is her this is first, uh, her first movie. And Paul Walker's. Is, yeah. okay. It is both these people's first movies, so it's just inexplicable why these two are together in a it's, movie. It's amazing that they survived this movie. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. the movie went on, and I was like, whoa. And I'll explain later, but this movie is about... <laughs> it's about um, Denise Richards... Uh, Tammy. Has, Tammy has... Or no, Tanny. No, no, Tanny. <laughs> what? <laughs> In She's the, credited as Tanny, the and the, the title screen says Tanny, Tanny and, and the, the Teenage T-Rex. T-Rex. Never yeah. explained why. God damn it. They just fucking typoed it. Anyway, yeah, she's a weird. high school hottie, and she has this really, really uh, rad, bad uh, uh, ex-boyfriend who fucking travels in a gang of greasers, um, and has kind of gotten uh, taken a liking to this new sweetheart fucking dripping with charisma and charm, Paul Walker. You want to fuck him, we get I it. I fucking love Paul Walker. God bless his, uh, God rest his soul for real. He's actually dead in case him you want to Him and Blue, Damn yeah, Absolutely. Just high Fiving together and fucking driving their, their classic they fucking Mustangs. They both like the part with cargo, man. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, but uh, she's taking a liking to this new guy. Um, but of course, uh, bad boy doesn't like it, and she's like, "No, no, we can't do this because bad boy's bad." So, uh, good boy Paul Walker says, "Fuck that, I'm going after you." And he sneaks over to her house when she invites him, and they're gonna they're gonna hit it off and and, and do the whole thing, do Have the dating sex. thing. He brings a condom to fuck. The condom. <laughs> Not God, that scene is so, is so it's funny. Very funny. It's very funny. But then Bad Boy shows up because he finds out about it from some one of his greaser gangs. Um, and they come and basically chase him down and throw him in a fucking wild animals <laughs> zoo type thing. Not and making they, any part of this up. That's wild. And they escape, mauled by a lion. <laughs> Paul Walker does. And then taken to be operated on. Now, where does the T Rex come in and all oh, this? Oh, it is a fucking anthropomorphic T Rex for some reason. Um, and, and this doctor gets a hold of Paul Walker all mauled up and puts his brain inside the T Rex. And now T Rex goes yeah. and finds his girlfriend and wants to strike revenge on Bad Boy Greaser. So, what I assume going into this movie was that the the whole premise of Paul Walker's brain being implanted into a T-Rex is going to be the somehow less weird version where it's an actual T-Rex yeah. that he gets put into. No, it's, but it's, somehow, it's yeah, animatronic. Is, yeah, animatronic is, is bizarre. Is yeah, the, well, the whole there's... thing is that they're, they're putting him into an animatronic T-Rex, so yes. it is actually just an animatronic T-Rex going around, and the amount of mileage they get out of people's 
batshit reactions to that is uh is endearing as all hell like it's be one thing if like you saw a t-rex there and you'd be like ah there's a t-rex that's long dead you shouldn't react to that but everybody's seeing an an animatronic (laughs) t-rex there and being like that's cool how'd that get there it's a bizarre Uh, little gulf that your brain needs to dylan you should you should kind of explain like the 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 most likely reason why they had this animatronic the reason apparently is uh this is the director of the illustrious mac and me Uh, (laughs) and uh he had a friend or like an acquaintance who had access somehow for some godforsaken reason to a large life-size animatronic T-Rex. I'm guessing it was for like those events that you go to when you're a kid and they okay, th- or like exa- ex- you know a museum or and he basically some kind of just exhibition. said hey can you make a movie around this and well, he was like sure. Yo see my first but question they, but they but you know what we should point out they only had like like 10 days yeah, to do this they had a it. very short window of time. Oh yeah yeah yeah. They, they wrote the script in They wrote 10 the days. script in 10 days and apparently the director kept asking people like if they had <laughs> anything better to add while they were filming. Just go ahead and do it. So it's mostly just improv. Well there's there's another thing we should add here and that is the reason this is being resurfacing yeah yeah and and, and you can explain yeah so essentially what happened is you know at the time that that this film was made 94 a long time yeah you know they they made the movie and then uh they were trying to figure out like okay like the production company is like what what the fuck do we do with this you know this is like kind of goofy like teen whatever but it's like got a lot of like hard r gore going on in it surprisingly yeah yeah um so they they basically just recut it and kind of marketed it as like sort of like a pg-13 you know whatever this movie. was like a like a prehysteria, like one of those Jurassic yeah, Park also rans just that came out. D- dumped time. it onto VHS, and that that was that. But then uh, now, I guess uh, someone else got a hold of uh, the the original cuts. Like you said, they showed at Fantastic Fest, and then yes. Shutter uh, got the rights yes, to the to it's on Shutter. The you know uh, it's the high def. Uh, it's a fantastic uh, restoration. Yeah, yeah, good, it, uh, good, good cut of it. Like unlike something we see, like uh, one of our, our all time favorites of uh, um, My Bloody Valentine, yeah. which has specific well, parts are, where yeah, they unfortunately they're yeah the, the they, qualities they, they are dipped. coming out with them. They are. I'm yes. really excited for that. Yeah. But like in in the version, oh, they're coming with a, a non Frankenstein yes. version. Yeah. Yes. It's it's Frankenstein together with other cuts, and so you get like lower quality bits of like the B roll that they found of yep. all the the kills. There this is some charm to that though, because seamless. I I love it in My Bloody Valentine yeah. because once it cuts to yeah. that that footage, it looks like you dog shit. You know you're about to get yeah. something cool. But this anyway. one this one is seamless to the point where as we were watching, it, I was like, how did they cut this into a PG movie? Because it is kind of are to its core in a really odd way like well, i would say it's it was easy because the movie already is kind of nonsense it is so if they whatever they cut out it probably didn't really matter but the, the majority of like the plot here is that he's getting revenge on his bullies here and it's it's you know he gets his brain cut out and it's like oopie doopy and gore and everything yeah. they would have to cut out a significant amount of this movie in order to make it pg and a significant amount of the context in order to make that oh work yeah too. i don't know what that initially would have looked also, like it also the runtime is is like an hour and 22 it's, minutes it's pretty breezy as is so like i don't know how it was a movie it's a it's a weird frankenstein though even as its intended full version too because this feels like it's going in a couple of different directions it's got kind of a rocky horror energy to it where it's like winky kind yeah, of knowingly sure. campy but it's also got a bit of it where it is just inept and shitty and it becomes campy for that this straddles a really strange line that i found myself kind of perplexed by throughout the entire watch sometimes you you're you're cringing at it but there are moments that are genuinely, are genuinely funny. pretty funny you yeah. say it's a frankenstein so basically you're saying it's like uh, it's a tale an old tale that environment shapes well, the man, when, I, when I said frankenstein i meant the shouldn't play god <laughs> i didn't i didn't mean in this the sense movie. of putting a dead brain into oh another, you're saying okay i'm not yeah. saying that it is literally there is a frankenstein this is just as to formative to to media yeah. as mary shelley's frankenstein mary shelley should be rolling in her grave because <laughs> it's just so much better can i propose a question please 
should we put Paul Walker's brain in, 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 in John <laughs> dinosaur now in 2020? Yeah, it would be it would be uh, great marketing material for this uh, this re-release. Or possibly here. put like, it into a car. Uh, yeah, big, an oh. old Mustang, dude. And then they drive him as a car. Paul Walker Bro. as a car. And then it's like, um, holy shit! What's, the, what's that old uh, show? Uh, Shadow? Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Yeah. yeah. The reboot yeah. of it. And he's like, please God, why did you bring me back? <laughs> and then that fucking that old car will just sit there and watch Denise Richards dance in front of it until it comes. God bless. Oh, Let's geez. talk about this movie. Holy shit yeah there's a lot to unpack um, here surprisingly so th- this starts out and uh the first thing we get is like denise richards being really bad at dancing um and, and imme- immediately you get like the sense that like you know these the, the people involved probably just did not have a lot of time to work with because she's like literally watching the other girls do their dance routine and trying to follow it yeah. i thought but the movie is, that... is implying that she's good I, was, I thought they were gonna make that a part of her character like no, oh she's kind of klutzy no, and endearing no, or whatever no, no she just no, didn't have no. time to learn this dance yep. and it shows uh her outfits in this movie are top tier she by is the way. rocking some weird cowboy <laughs> blossom shit i'm yeah. loving it yeah um we have uh we've got uh byron probably the my favorite character yeah. in the film weirdly ended up liking this dude He's a whole good. lot yeah I, at first I was worried that he was going to be like the, and he is, he's like the gay stereotype character, but I was worried he was going to be very, very, very problematic. Poorly, yeah. For 1994, uh, they do a that's pretty crazy. good job. What the hell? Uh, he, he's just, he's an actual person. I've never you know, seen like a gay character in a 90s, I know, this, 2000s movie. That's one of the Because earliest. they're usually exclusively a joke and they're not yes, a human being. Yeah. Byron has jokes that are, some of them that are at his expense, but mostly he's just there to be a part of the gang and like kind of move the story along and like a he, lot of his surprisingly comedic beats really work like, like he might have the most screen time yeah. he might be the main character he might be the only gay or black character in the 90s that had didn't mention Le- being gay or black legit that, like, i mean it's very line. clear it's yeah. not like subtext or anything yeah. like he is flamboyant as all hell but he still manages and to somehow there's this actually like that. kind of um probably the only emotion in the entire film is between him and his dad that's portrayed pretty well oh, pretty yeah, well. yeah. Uh, and, and we get moments too like I, I don't think that any of the people involved in this even paul walker and denise richards not that denise richards the the lady of the hour here is a great shakes as an actress <laughs> i don't think anybody's given their a game here other than byron but there are yeah, moments yeah, of, of comedic fair. timing here that that speak to something that's just a, a stretch above what you would expect it's like it's like it's almost there it's almost would, there and, 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 on, and on one hand do you want to say like oh maybe if they, maybe if they had more time but on the other hand it's like no, I think it would have actually been even it's worse. Maybe more endearing for its mess. I, would, I think so. I would argue that Paul Walker gave his Paul Walker game, and that's he, he's, he just, he's adorable. He, he's always just Paul Walker. He's adorable. He's not bad, yeah. and he, but he's just not great. But he's always charismatic. He always <laughs> he's also an animatronic T Rex for most of the movie. <laughs> for most of the movie, yeah. <laughs> and he but can't talk. You know what I'm shocked about <laughs> is that there's this running joke about him as an actor that that he's bad. But I realize he's not bad. He's just very. Just Paul Walker. He just has his his thing That's that he it. does. And, yeah. And he, yeah. In '94, he must have been 18 years old or or, or maybe younger. He's a baby. Yeah. And, and he he actually was fine. He yeah. was just he was just hey, I'm happy and bright and attractive and I'm, I'm Paul Walker. I love you, Devin. Please love me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Weird. Um, um, we we've got a few other like known people. We've got uh, the guy from Children of the Corn. He's kind oh, yeah. of the doctor's assistant, kind of hamming it up as usual. Uh, fucking Pedro, Pedro from, from Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite, Dynamite shows yeah. up. Oh my god, that, that's probably his first role too. I saw that. T- it was literally his first it role. It has to be. Um, um yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so yeah. there, there's a lot of there's a lot of nostalgic charm to this. But it I really think is. uh Dylan said this while we were watching it. But it is also kind of, it is kind of in a genre of its own because it's like bad, yes, it's bad in not a way that's so bad it's good. But it's also, it's also like, not so good. It's, it's fucking it's, bad. But it is bad. Yes. But but it's almost knowingly bad in a way that weird. kind of works for it. I, I think there's so many moments like um when the one <laughs> once there, there's the a there, there's the, a certain at the, at the funeral is there, incredible. It is incredible. So I think I think from the funeral until a certain point in the movie is like the best part of the movie because 
they they take the T-Rex in like a big dump truck essentially yeah and its head so just kind of hangs out of the top yeah. and then they and then they go to uh, the morgue and they're like trying to pick a new body for him and it just becomes this complete farce of itself where it feels like the actors are sort of just goofing off and yeah. making yeah, shit up and it reminds me i don't know about you guys you guys have seen different ones than i have it reminds me of a less icky guinea pig spinoff yeah um, actually i can kind of see that because it is sure we haven't talked enough about it it's the, the this recut is fucking gory it really surprisingly the fucking dude that gets like stomped on and yes, flattened and yeah. she picks up oh the flattened God. body that was like, despicable yeah. disgusting it's, it, that's the sort of thing where i look at it and i'm like how did this exist as anything <laughs> that, other than exactly. an r-rated that, movie. that was going to be my yeah. main point going into this was why was this a movie before they I, cut I, it? I think, how I think, was this possible? I, I, who I'm who sure, was this for? I'm sure that they convinced the, the people get you know the production company like what what this is going to be and then they finished they showed them the, the finished product they, they were like, like what, what the, the fuck, fuck is this? <laughs> what, am I, what are we going to do with this? It's too ridiculous and goofy to like be like Tammy and the T-Rex it's going to be fucking scary. Yes. It's as silly though as you would expect something to be that is based on the premise of my buddy had an animatronic T-Rex and I got it for 10 days. The first like quarter of this feels so much different and it feels like almost like self-serious for a while. It, it is a, a while. Bit. Until they, they drive Paul Walker to a fucking animal sanctuary for some reason. <laughs> once once Paul Walker wakes, like, up, right. wakes up in the hospital and the, you know, the doctor and like the, the, the big titty assistant come in and it just goes into complete ridiculousness. It's camp from that point on and, and it largely works. I, I think even to like the parts that you would expect to be emotional beats in, uh, in, a, in a better movie like an E.T. or something that they're kind of aping off of reminds me a lot of Mac and me, the director's yes, other thing where it's yeah. like, this is fucking wrong. You did this wrong, <laughs> but okay. Like, the, like it kind of, it kind of makes you wonder if Mac and me is almost like, like he, it was completely cynical and he just it feels that way like and, and Mac and me has there are parts of that movie that I legitimately unironically like like the ending where, that it gets super violent for some reason yeah, yeah that, that is fucking wild it's really cool and when it, the, the parents or whatever show up yeah. and then like the car yeah. blows up and everything yep. like yeah it gets it gets wild and it's the kind of thing where like this man probably shouldn't have been let within you know 10 <laughs> feet of a children's movie God. and when no. they did it they fucked no. up and here where they tried to cut it into it they also fucked up because I think he's better suited doing something like you know, kind of a Peter Jackson-y sort yeah. of Yeah, I, I was getting, like, uh, Dead Alive vibes, actually. A this bit. dude still hasn't fucking got it right. That's why nobody no, knows who he is. He's the guy who directed Mac and Me. Yeah. He doesn't get a lot of he, credit. He here. really needed to pick a, pick a side. You either go full Peter Jackson, Dead Alive, or you go uh, more Peter Jackson, The Frighteners, or, right, or The right. Gate, or something like that, which is going to be a less... Oh, shit, he did The Gate? No, 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 no. No, no. he's just saying you should go that direction. Go okay, that direction. Gotcha. Um, the great... The, the great... The great... The great, the gate Still is great. Seen that. Yeah, me too. Anyway, um, this guy doesn't. This guy's a fucking weirdo, and I just I can't believe this guy has made multiple movies and just kept handing it to, to producers. And every time they're probably just like, <laughs> "Who like, is this for? What else have you done? Oh, yeah. Mac and me and Tammy and the T Rex. <laughs> yeah, all right. Who are you making this movie for? Who is supposed to watch this? <laughs> I thought it was a good, great kids movie for ten minutes, and then that guy's head got ripped off and spit out. <laughs> what are you doing? Why am I? What am I? Do, what am I going to do with this? I think that's so funny in and of itself. For me to, to to almost light this movie enough to to give it a light, Jim, it's just hysterical to me that this this guy just consistently made movies for, it, it, the, it, for it's, no it's one. It's a weird time capsule. Can, can I encourage uh, our listeners to look him up on IMDb and look at his IMDb photo because it is oh delightful. God, yeah, that's exactly what that's I expected. What I would imagine he would look like. Yeah, this is a guy that has made multiple movies for no audience, which is so funny to me. <laughs> so kudos to this guy. He doesn't give a fuck, and he clearly he doesn't care about success because I don't think he's very successful. Um, this it depends is, on how you define success. I mean, exactly. Look 
look at this movie. I yeah, I enjoyed my time with this because it was only an hour and twenty two minutes. This movie, I don't think would have would have uh, won me over without inexplicably having two eventually pretty much a list actors. It helps it a lot. It's just like holy shit! How was Denise Richards in this? And and she's fucking. And they're they're both just a goddamn gorgeous to look at, um, which doesn't hurt at all. But it's just fun to see these these young budding eventual superstars on the screen at, uh, at the same time. Even though Paul Walker looks a little bit different towards the second two acts of the movie, he's real green a lot and taller. <laughs> taller. Arms are smaller too. It's tiny arms, green and scaly. Holy fuck! When the T Rex like picks up the phone and like so dials Denise Richards funny. and puts it to his so tiny to his funny. giant head. Jesus Christ! Fuck that! Like that is legitimately so funny. Yeah. There's too many good things going for this for it to not be a light gym. It's it's a bad movie. Don't get it fucking twisted. It's very bad, but it also has two great two young stars working together. It's t- understands it's stupid it's it's almost trying to go for like a house uh, type of tone the 1980s it's um, pretty close american yeah. version except way less polished super <laughs> yeah. cheesy and it has it has genuinely insane gore that's just like wh- how is this in the movie why is this a movie we we it may seem like we say this often but I, it really isn't that often that we see a movie where it's just like why is this a thing yep and this is one of them so if you enjoy that kind of stuff check it out it's just it, it it's it's fucking weird. It's so weird that it exists. Uh, Light Jim Dylan. Something about this movie absolutely worked for me, and it, it, I still can't really put my finger on it because normally, you know, when we kind of recommend a so bad it's good movie, you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah. Here, I don't even think that's really what this is. It, it is more self aware than the ones oh, that yeah. I think tend to work that way, uh, but not so self aware that it ruins it. Like exactly, it is also just legitimately bad in places. Like a thanks killing. Exactly. Like, oh, we're funny. And but stupid. it's also got some some weird talent in, in areas like yeah. some good comedic timing. Uh, just a devil may care. Like, fuck it. We're making this up as we go along attitude. Like the fact that this opens up with Paul Walker and the bad boy just grabbing each other's nuts. God, for like two I, minutes I could not get over that. So weird. God, going, that was so weird. There are so many <laughs> moments in this. I'm just like, why is this what you guys decided to film? <laughs> and it somehow kind of works. Uh, I had fun with this. I think Tammy and the T-Rex is a gym. Uh, granted, that's the R cut. I cannot imagine the uh, non no, 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 cut no. being being enjoyable to watch. Uh, but because it adds a whole lot to it. But seek it out on Shutter. It's a uh, it's fun. This is a this is a weird one. God, if I could have Paul Walker grab my nuts for two minutes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Manton. Yeah, it's um it's a light gem for me. Also, it's it's definitely in this weird existence all, all by itself, where it's not like so bad it's good necessarily. Um, it's just kind of bad, but it, but it's amusing enough uh, and and sometimes funny enough yeah. that I that I definitely think it's worth a watch. So yeah, it it's a gem. Just you know, understand like they said what you're getting into. It's it, it, it's its own thing you probably know you have if you if you feel like you're gonna like this in some level you probably will you'll figure out in the first five minutes yeah this is a perfect, perfect yeah. background watch and also a perfect uh projector watch to, to kind of warm up yeah. to the next movie this would be good in a marathon actually. yeah and it'd be yes. good in, yeah beginning yeah. of a marathon yeah. with some drinks and some friends i watched it by yeah. myself and it was okay but i was really wishing i had watched with a group um tammy and the t-rex tanny and the t-rex <laughs> um all right, let's talk about another movie with Denise Richards in it. That's our common denominator today. What a theme. What a theme. We, we did it, boys. The worst we, we have done two themes based on like specific actors or actresses. <laughs> Barbara Crampton and Denise Richards. Denise Richards. No, we've, we've done a couple more. We did Nicolas Cage. Oh, uh, sorry. We did the... And we the, also did Kevin Bacon. Oh, we did. Do and we've done, and we've done yeah. actors that have passed away as well, like Christopher... Um, Christopher um, Lee. Did we do a whole Lee. theme on that we one? Did. We did. Uh, we did, uh, we did, uh, we did Dracula and we did... Uh, 
We did a couple other. Okay, so you know the horror, uh, the echelon that exactly. we put up there with Denise Richards, the Mount yeah. Rushmore with Christopher Lee. We Nicholas just, Cage, I mean, we, we, we admitted this last episode. We, we just wanted to watch Starship it's Troopers true. and uh, Tim and the T-Rex. Um, and then you did Toy and, Box to oh, us. Oh yeah, I did this you to us, motherfucker. What's Toy Box about? You get it, buddy. Oh boy. Uh, so Denise Richards has been in only basically three horror movies, unfortunately. So our pickings for our usual three meant that we had to get a third one here and there. And the a listener did actually send me another one. I'll, I'll let you guys. Fuck! Look. Did I'll, I miss it? I'll look. It could I'll, have been anything else. Uh, well, right. just, well, just get on with it all. Huh? The Toy Box is from 2018 and stars Denise Richards and Misha Barton, which you know is a good sign coming from 2018. It is a movie about a very serious topic, haunted RVs, and it is somehow God dumber than that sounds. Jesus uh, Christ. The Toy Box is about a group of uh, family, basically, who go uh, out into the desert on an RV trip. Uh, a dad, his two uh, bickering sons and Denise Richards and a kid. Uh, they uh, run across some people who are stranded by the side of the road and then they accidentally crash the RV, which we know might be haunted because of something that happened earlier on in the movie. Uh, and they treat this RV crash as if it is the end of the fucking world and suddenly it's the apocalypse and they can't go anywhere and they're stuck in this RV that is hainted and trying to kill them off yeah. all one by one because of some dumb reason. Yeah. Uh, so, so Stuart Gordon did like a fringe horror movie Edmund that has uh, Denise Richards I mean a Stuart Gordon Fuck one doesn't Stuart mean a whole Gordon. lot so yeah. oh no 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 I don't I I was we were talking about this I think before the cast I don't think we talked about on cast but Stuart, Stuart Gordon, Gordon I, sucks I'm way off the Stuart Gordon train like reanimator, reanimator is it I still like reanimator quite a bit from beyond's have gotten moments but the rest of it yeah I, yeah I totally agree um uh yeah 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 we could have done a, I realized watching this movie we could have done a whole theme out of um RVs because yeah. haunted RV shit, we not, ha- not haunted RVs. That that was a fucking that's, curveball. That's the that's the bridge too far. That here. was a curveball for me. But there are plenty of RV road trip themes, or, or, eyes, or yeah. stuck on the side of the road themes. For uh, sure, because we were talking about downrange recently. Um, and I, we would have been better off. It's, it's good. It's actually a good setting for horror, and I think that it can, it can work uh, to its benefit here. The problem is that our concept is not that. It's a fucking haunted. It's a haunted RV. RV. So it doesn't matter where it was broken down, really. Uh, no, it, it's just you could have been in a this trailer. Everything the, about this is ill-advised. One of the yeah. dumbest concepts I've ever seen in a horror movie. Yep, and the name of it is utterly stupid. When you find out what it, why it's called the Toy Box, it's dumb. It's really dumb. I will say to my fellow OC OC heads out there, like Raven Muse, uh, we got oh, Misha, uh, Barton, yeah, Misha Barton. Misha Barton, who is Marissa. Uh, Marissa she has not been doing much since the OC. Ooh, she's not been doing well since the OC. Yeah, she, she's she, in the toy box. She went through some shit uh, in the past 15 years, I, I, from what I know. Um, but she looks better in this movie. I, weirdly enough, she looks better than I know she had looked in the past. She is putting more into her performance than anybody else in the, yeah, in and the you movie. Can, I'll give her and that. And you can tell which which people have acted before. I guess yes. Misha Barton's like merely the main one. She's actually not bad. But Denise Richards is okay. She's okay. I mean, but, she's putting in a decent a Denise Richards performance. Uh, yeah, what, I, what's there to say? Uh, the, there is, uh, yeah, there's yeah, some, there's a lot to say. Yeah. yeah. I, I Okay, so the, immediately I, I sense trouble because this has, oh, yeah. this has more uh, production like logos oh, before yeah. the film than anything else we've ever watched. I think I'm pretty sure there's just six. kept going. Um, and and immediately you get the sense that there are so many fingers in this pie. Like there are so many people involved with this that it's just like a GoFundMe to get like 150 bucks. It does bucks feel or like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but for for like the worst concept ever. Like people are not exactly clamoring for a, an, a haunted RV movie. So yeah. So like just conceptually, we have a, a big problem here. Um, <laughs> there's so many weird th- elements to this that they try to squeeze in there's this whole thing with like uh these these two brothers yeah and you know uh denise richards is the wife of one of them and then they have a they have a little daughter and then uh we we 
accidentally kind of by happenstance meet up with Misha Barton and her brother and there's so many like moving parts just to get this there's RV. so many dumb fucking moving parts to this and moving parts that are sketched like they were sketched like at the last minute by somebody who hadn't read the rest of the script because there's moments in this where like we'll pause the action in air quotes there uh, to basically have like brother drama or family drama yeah. and it is sketched in the broadest possible strokes there's literal like dialogue between people where there's like you were never there for me dad you never came to any of my games you were always so distant well son it's because i was trying to love you from afar like nothing actually sketched out about the character just people saying dumb shit at each other um there there's an amazing there's an amazing part where he's like you 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 know you didn't come to my graduation dad and then you find out like five seconds later he was secretly there watching from afar it's just like it's like the most like you know overused trope and 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 this is just full of them um i will say that like the the accidental or, or i'm sorry i guess like non-intended humor in this uh it's, it's pretty is, good it's very high yeah. um there's this there's an amazing bit in this where uh the sorry the, the minor spoiler alert but uh, the, you know the first death <laughs> is her brother misha varden's brother um Fuck, dude i lost it the the, the rv has like a minor crash and he like hits his head and just fucking dies yeah. um just dies and so they just take his body outside drop it uh like just 20 feet away there. and it's just kind of just we live left in a there. society. And, they are uh, they are not far from from help here. The, the daughter the daughter him. just is she playing just, outside, and uh, no one is really out. acting like someone just fucking died. It, it is bizarre, and that that happens a lot in this. There's yeah. a lot of that. I sort also of thing. love <laughs> fuck the spoilers, but I love when the when the daughter gets oh run my god, over. It's so fucking she gets, funny. She gets run the fuck over by the Dude. RV. So instead <laughs> of never, try, <laughs> trying to crawl under and retrieve her, they're trying to push this big ass RV. Then they just came up and leave her under the car. It's so funny. I'm like, get the, on your hands and knees and just pull her out. Dude. Everybody has the memory span and the effectual, yeah. like the, the action of a goldfish. Like everybody cannot remember what just happened. Everybody gives up immediately upon trying to fix anything. Yeah. And it is really my, funny to watch my, that. My favorite character for multiple the reasons dad, is absolutely. like the grandpa. Well, yeah, the grandpa. grandpa yeah. yeah. Um, he is amazing because he's kind of like. His actor is terrible. Any, anytime that anybody's kind of like bringing up that like, oh, you know, half the people are dead. He kind of just, he takes his hat off and he goes like oh shucks and he's <laughs> he's just mildly annoyed by everything he's and a bad dad you, you say he's the worst actor but it's like i i found his character his like the most endearing in a weird way but he also weirdly reminded me a lot of my dad like me and rachel both were like this is like your dad if he was like <laughs> running more dadly yeah, more... The, the, the the key scene for me in this movie the thing oh god when he's running from the rv is when he's running away from the rv which and i gotta say too like conceptually here our idea of a haunted rv dumb as shit on paper really dumb in execution here because most of the kills in this are the RV trying to run somebody over. That's not entertaining. Like no. that's not really remotely interesting and the RV can go forward and can go in reverse and it's not that frightening. Like we do find out later that there kind is of mind controls. People I, yeah. Or... I don't want to, I don't want to go spoilery here for a really important no movie here. Fuck it. Yeah. This, there's a ghost in there of a serial killer who used to use this RV yeah. as his quote unquote, <gasps> toy box yeah uh so we have this so tim and eric greasy strangler looking motherfucking yeah. ghost <laughs> thing that keeps showing up and like and googling so like growling at people basically <laughs> uh th they can't establish what any of the rules of this thing are and what the threat should be there's a fucking ghost in here like a woman's ghost that yeah. shows up for no reason on yeah the TV. they don't really acknowledge that after uh, they're making all of this up as they go along yeah 
Well, Tammy and the T Rex did the same thing. The, the, they, the ending they got of a movie this out of that is so fucking wor- it, like the movie's just worthless. Like yep. none of this matters. And when, uh, thought, when I thought it was ended, it was like ten minutes left, and I was like, "What are you? Put- Where are you no- going? Nothing. Yeah. They don't go anywhere. It's just a stationary fucking RV. Dude shoots people and kills self, and fucking who cares? The only part of it that's remotely interesting though is the fact that there are so many decisions made in this movie that are just perplexing. Like every character does the wrong thing like doesn't do the human thing in any instance yeah. and that alone like as fucking terrible as this movie is was kind of intriguing to did me you, did you guys notice that the the scene where the uh, rv goes and, and does a whole crashing thing um it's edited like a movie trailer did you guys notice that I like like it literally felt like they just they didn't have the the, well, the footage edit- like they they like they somehow lost the actual footage of the tra- of the RV crashing and they just inserted the trailer into the film it has like these like quick cuts to black and there's like the music oh. and everything is that the part where it keeps reverse cutting back to footage we've seen before I think so yeah. yeah it just it it was very odd it felt like it made me wonder if maybe they you know the people involved in this were normally just kind of make trailers or something one of the six production companies maybe yeah Oof. Yeah, this is one of those movies that now, now it's kind of dawning on me that I I wouldn't be surprised if the director kind of Twitter searched his name found our podcast and then uh, listened yeah. let, me, let, me, let me sit him down right now buddy your movie fucking blows I hope that's not the case and it, it just it really does make you it, it makes you feel genuinely bad for people hey, like Misha Barton if you're, if you're listening I, I laughed my shaft off yeah, for a lot no, of I got movie. a lot of enjoyment at your movie's expense but like yeah, poor Denise, poor Misha. Like yep. they, they were a list as well. Uh, Misha was huge in the in the early two thousands. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, the toy box is just um, dog it's, shit. It's a, it's dog yeah, shit. It's, it's bad. It, it's 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 not quite the same kind of why is how did this get made? It's more of like why? Like we don't we don't need this because um, it, it, it's two thousand eighteen, it, it, which is. <laughs> which god that's so funny uh, this, this feels like a 2002 there, yes, take, there are so yes, many movies yes. that came before this that they should have learned from yes what yeah. not to do it's yeah. um yeah. it's unfortunate because it came out around the biggest it, it, the renaissance in the genre we're finding the, some of the best horror movies ever made are coming out 2018 are you shitting me <laughs> it's like hereditary Jesus, yeah. man. i cannot believe that is the, that it, recent it's oh. sad um but yeah it's it's a it's a stinker and there's not much more to say about it it's just like eh, why um Whatever. Uh, Dylan? Yep. Somehow they took a concept like a haunted RV and did it worse than you would think they would. And that's basically all there is to this movie. It's really bad. There are some parts where you can kind of glean some enjoyment out of just looking at it and being like, how the fuck? Uh, but that's not enough to make it like a so bad it's good. Don't don't get me wrong here. This movie's absolute fucking trash uh, and really is kind of the death knell for pretty much everybody involved. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you should avoid it. It's very bad. It's a strong stinker. Uh, Manton. It, it is very, very bad. I'm actually going to go light stinker, though. I I kind of weirdly enjoyed it. Um, I get that. Just just on this level of like it, it was just. It was just very, very incompetent all around, and and there are some some very funny. <laughs> it, it's it feels so fucked up, but there's moments of old people getting hurt and children some getting hurt that there, are yeah. just so funny <laughs> that 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 I that I can't help but uh, have some affection for it. But um, it it's not for most people. I don't think it would be worth your time. So it's it's a light stinker for me. But uh, if you're in the right mindset, maybe you'll get a little something. 
All right, let's talk about Starship Troopers, which needs, oh, pretty much doesn't need any introduction, but we're going to give it one anyway. I uh, feel like this one might have fallen out of the zeitgeist. I don't think, ooh, maybe, I don't maybe, hear people talk maybe, about it. Maybe Gen Z people don't remember. I don't know. I don't know if we have many young, younger listeners, but anybody we're, our we're age. We're mostly Zoomer listeners. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> most, people, most people our age or older know for sure what Starship most Troopers is. Most people listen to us while they're playing Fortnite. Oh, oh, God. Course, yeah. doing that doing the flossing dance and stuff we love that um yeah. we're doing it right now we're all you can all you can't see <laughs> I'm doing it, but it so you well. can't see it but we're, we're doing, doing it, it. <laughs> yeah so uh starship troopers is uh from paul verhoven uh you probably know from robocop total hell recall yeah. Uh, hell yeah hell yeah some other stuff uh jim, so jim lot yeah lot, lots lots of good stuff there uh this came out Showgirls. in 1997 or 8 i think 97 uh, 7 yeah it, i mean it feels way ahead it, of its feels time. ahead of its time yeah, absolutely uh, in a lot of ways so uh starship troopers is about a group of uh i guess like high school seniors that are kind of trying to decide what to do with the rest of their lives uh this takes place in i don't know 2080 or something like that who fucking knows um Humanity is kind of uh, at war with an insect race. Um, so these kids are trying to decide what to do the rest of their lives, and they decide to enlist to the army. Uh, Denise Richards goes into uh, the Space Navy or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris goes into the, the fucking... Oh my know. god, I'm so sorry that I'm going to interrupt right now, but I'm so mad. I totally forgot that I fucking have my third grade fanfic of Starship Troopers at home. You idiot. You're so stupid. How did I not bring How that? How did you not bring that? By at home, you mean like your current home? By, by current home. Oh, man. You kept it. I'm very proud of oh, you. Oh, my, my mom was like, should I get rid of this? And I was no. Like, no. <laughs> all right. Well, you got to bring it. <laughs> I'll bring it at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they all go in different branches. Uh, Rico goes into, just becomes like a regular old soldier. He's a grunt. So they, they are kind of being constantly propagandized to um they kind of have this view of joining this 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 army as being like really cool and it's going to be great everything's going to be awesome but we start to get worried because every adult in their lives is maimed and uh missing limbs and it clearly is going to be really bad uh so they join the military everything goes horribly wrong and people get killed in very gruesome ways and war is hell Yep. War truly is hell, especially if you watch this and see all those bugs out there. I, I want to say that, uh, like, the first time I watched this was probably, like, in late middle school or something, sneaking this like it was, I was not oh, supposed yeah. to see oh, it. Because yeah. the movie is really gory, it's surprisingly. It's, it's, like, it's, it's insane. Gratuitous. Gratuitous. The, uh, the, the scenes where, like, bodies are, like, laying around the ground. It's fucked up. They, they, it honestly looks, like, real. Verhoeven, it, he's got this up. bit of magic, and he did it, like, for, you know, three of his, yeah, his yeah, you know, bang yeah, out movies there. He's yeah. got, you know, this and Total Recall and Robocop. Robocop has one of the most violent shit is just ever insanely violent but there's something about the way that he shoots it that still feels pulpy and comic booky oh and yeah. disarms and then you realize it's because again everything how else looks so ridiculously cheesy and then they He's put so much effort into the practical gore that it's like it, it it's it's at odds in this way that it's it's like when we watch like a a, a bad b movie yeah. And, yeah. and and you know you you see like terrible effects and that kind of aspect and then you see this where it's like a very very elevated b movie right. With very convincing effects. That's exactly what this dude does, yeah. and what I think he was a master of in his time. Uh, you know, obviously he hadn't done a whole lot since. Uh, that's worth note. But like those, I, I think this is the most recent that of peak, his. I've seen. Yeah, was incredible. He did Hollow Man after that, which is all right. Uh, but uh, but it basically, like, there's something about his style here that is unmistakable. Oh yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other thing too is that, like, given that this is a movie from '97, uh, it looks so Fuck good God still. Damn, yeah. um, 
weirdly the, the CG every every sort of like effect um, computer generated looks pretty fucking is, good still uh, this is one of the best fucking like alien war movies that still exists to this day up there I with like war of the worlds so. and stuff yeah. like that um and if if it was an indication like this was like a middle schooler's dream for me when it came out that's i fucking wrote <laughs> fan fiction about it <laughs> oh, in seventh yeah, yeah. grade um and what's so funny about that is i i it, that made me a little bit uh, naturally reluctant or hesitant to go revisit it recently I was like, well, I fucking love it as a middle school. It's 90s. I don't know. But well, I think because it has that cool action, but I think everything else probably flew right over our heads. Exactly. But it, That's not what only, works, not though, only so did it yeah. hold up, but yeah. I was able to appreciate it as an adult that I, in a way that I wasn't able this, to as a kid. This movie, yeah. this movie yeah. is a, a lot better than it gets it's credit so for. Smart. Like, it, it is way smarter. And I think that's something that he does very well is make movies that appear very dumb, but are actually just smart enough. Oh. Like, and this one specifically, you know, uh, uh, based on the like 1955 Robert Heinlein novel, yeah, which yeah. is like super like pro military, yeah, very kind of yes. like, uh, you know, fascist and, and weird. This one is as well at its like face value, but it it's is very tongue in cheek. It is very tongue in cheek. It is very aware. And it's actually one of the like better kind of anti-fascist bits of propaganda and, I've seen. And in some of my favorite moments are these hilarious tongue in cheek propaganda commercials that you them. see these like Co- join your military now. Would they you are like to know more? They are I, so funny. The, the scenes where they're just like handing the children's guns yeah, and so all good. the guns are, oh, the, the kids are like on, fighting over the guns. And, and they're stepping on bugs and shit. And uh, yeah, the mom is in the back like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interspersed with the bits of like insane gore where there's like, look at all the toll that it's wrought on humans. Join yeah. now. Like, yes. It's they're so disturbing. They're, they're, they're playing to like two different you know two different uh, mindsets it's like you know here's this horrible gore you know look you need to get revenge and then also like hey this is pretty fun too and and what we see very early on too I like the way that the movie's cut with a lot of this time being spent in boot camp I think younger me thought that was the boring part but I think it's actually really interesting to see like man mentioned like all the adults are maimed like the reason they're doing this is because citizenship is the only like thing that grants a vote and the only way to get citizenship is to be in the military (laughs) and it's it's It's, optional but it's not really if you want to have any aspect of <laughs> control in this fascist regime and it's yeah it's it's really surprisingly well done yeah yeah uh i i, I don't know i'm kind of at a loss for for what else to add here um, I, I will say like visually it's it's kind of this weird washed out orange uh bit to yes. it too that is like yes. the movie's flat in a way that i think actually makes I it more it striking so yeah, well. yeah. And, and it's it's something that i think works well to the type of cg that they do too like the bugs really pop in this movie because they kind of blend into the background. Oh, you know they what? Well, they, they, they have the only pops of color, really. That's, that's kind of what I want to add there. This movie, aesthetically and as far as creature design goes, I, I, growing up, and man can attest to this, I, we were super into things like Halo and stuff. They yep. were very creative with their it, weapon it design. It is so and Alien obvious is, that, yes. that Halo lifted so much. Absolutely. Of Pretty much any... These if, are the ODST drop helmets. If, yeah. You've, yeah. if you've like played like sci-fi video games, if you've seen sci-fi films, like there's a very good chance... Oh, things are direct, directly tomorrow. lifted. Edge of Tomorrow, I thought so much 40K, about Edge of Tomorrow. That, like, yeah. Everything fact, space this, marine related came from yeah. this. Like, Ed, this, like Edge the, of Tomorrow, I, I felt like this This felt like, like an American uh, manga adaptation or yeah. something it, like it Edge of Tomorrow. It does have a weird anime energy to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, 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 there's something so creative about this certain kind of bug weapons they have. They have the big dudes that shoot out of their ass plasma up into butts, the sky. The it. plasma butts. They got the, the spiders, of course. Oh, yeah. They got the underground things. Flaming beetles. The big scarab beetles with like the flame yeah. out of their head like Dude, that, yes. that stuff is all so well thought out and like 
I, I guess I, when I was younger, I didn't appreciate just how much of like world building that yep. really was. It really was. It, it's more than, again, more than people give it credit for. And it, 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 I don't know if this was a late 90s thing. I'm here sitting next to a fucking MIB poster. Yeah. <laughs> and it reminds me of that. There's just yeah. so much going into it thoughtfully and, and, and creatively that people don't give it credit for. If you go back and rewatch MIB with adult eyes, if you haven't, you're just like, God damn, these dudes are creative. This guy, uh, like. Well, I think, too, like, crucially, I think what the thing that works so well about this movie and Verhoeven stuff in general is the fact that it is not, like, super smart. It's not, like, no, trying yeah, to be, no, like, no. super trenchant and, and commentary out the wazoo. Instead, it's it's a fun popcorn it's movie. But it's also, like, if you turn your brain on, but it's if, depressing. Yeah, exactly, right? The more you <laughs> yeah. think about it, you're like, ugh. That's how, that's how RoboCop is, too. It like, works really uh, well. That, yeah, that, RoboCop is fucking scuzzy as all hell. Like, Yeah, and, and I think that is kind of why this works. It's, like, it works on, on two different levels of your brain. It's it's good. And it does both simultaneously. You don't yeah. really have to turn your brain off that much to enjoy the popcorn. You don't have to turn it on too much to enjoy yeah. the commentary. Oh, yeah. This movie, um, wrapping it up here with my review, is is just way better than people I think give it credit for. I, this is this is it's it's long enough now for this to be considered a classic. And I you know I wouldn't be shocked if we saw a fucking remake as the the '90s it, are getting all. It gets remade. credit now. I I, okay. I see yeah. like YouTube videos about. Dude, it I don't think lot. it did in the in the time. I, I would not be mad about a remake, especially if it's done by the right person. Who, who who understands the tone of the original, right? Well, Devin, you're this in has luck. a lot There's of actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, four live action and one anime sequel. So, <laughs> what? So. And then there was a shit ton of video games that came out. This this again again reminds me of an MIB. When it came out, I was blown away by it. I was obsessed with it. I was writing short fiction about it. I was buying all the video games, <laughs> That's so funny. the action figures, and I was yeah, all there were some shitty ass video games for all of them. MIB had a pretty sweet point and click uh, adventure style puzzle game. Anyway, this how movie, how would that possibly work i know it's very for, strange for starship troopers or it might be oh okay I was oh say, yeah. no, no no that would be great. Starship troopers. i was like a point and click nah, that would no. be so sad and disappointing that's what i'm saying their video games were shitty the mib one was really smart uh it was oh, late, okay. late 90s okay. point and click. anyway this movie um was very formative for me in my movie loving uh, whatever experience Your creative writing in my and again i wrote fucking short fanfics about this which i'm gonna try to uh, did you did retrieve. you ship rico and dizzy or rico and carmen it was it well this was rico as a 40 or 50 year old as now he was a, a an ancillary character as a general we oh, have new characters interesting. i know set in the future wow it's your shops little devin <laughs> the thing is uh, the humble brag here i read the thing hoping it was gonna be real shitty like that one meme that we got to, we the were talking to repercussions of evil yeah. the best it's, it's fan just, picture it's, ever it's, written it's, yeah. it's not shitty enough for it to be funny to read it's not so bad it's good it's just kind of like we'll okay, judge leave it at home. Yeah. yeah I mean yeah it'll, it'll probably be boring to read but it will, it'll be funny still anyway this movie is a strong strong gem and a, and a fucking treasure of the 90s and the 90s um being a, a decade where it's kind of hard to, to find those huge gems. This one is one of them, almost up there with one of my favorite movies, MIB, which genuinely is top 10 for me all time. Same. I love um, that movie. But it's in the same exact camp, uh, just not quite as stellar, but it's really, really fucking good. If you're a Gen Z fucking SpongeBob Zoomer because SpongeBob's below <laughs> me, then uh, check it out because if you haven't, you need to check it out. You'll appreciate it. I really think you will. Um, and if you're uh, our generation or above and you haven't seen it in a while, check it out. I think you'll reappreciate it. It's, it's a strong gem, uh, Dylan. Yeah, this movie uh, paved the way, I think, for a lot. Obviously, the source material paved the way for a lot of stuff before that, but this movie also kind of paved the way and then kind of was a dead end for a while. I feel like nothing really you know, aped off of this until we got something like an edge of tomorrow. Right. But the lessons that are built on from this movie, I think are, are really important ones to go back to and, and, and see how we can recapture some of that Verhoeven magic. Cause I am all here for it. Like I, I want another movie like that, that really leans into this kind of style of, 
kind of this this gonzo blend between brains and and brawn that that he does so well uh i i think this movie is really cool and i think that uh it doesn't get enough credit it's weirdly kind of slept on uh even in in kind of retrospect i think it's worth a revisit and i think you'll have a fun time with it starship troopers rules starship troopers rules that's jim manton yeah this is this is definitely a good one it's um it it's it's i think it even might even work better now it I, it's yeah it's mm-hmm. it's just such an interesting movie to watch and um I, I don't know i i'm kind of at a loss on this one it's just it it works on a lot of levels and it's very enjoyable it's a gem I bet this would this would be a fucking solid Blu-ray to add to your collection. I'm sure yeah. there's got to be some good ones out there. And weirdly, too, for something from 1997, like the Blu-ray would probably actually make it look better. Yeah, yeah. Like I, a I, lot of that stuff kind of falls into that weird gap with yeah. like Phantom Menace, where like the closer you look at it, you're like, oh boy. Yeah. I wanted to bring up Phantom Menace because that came out two years later, and I honestly would argue it's like this dog looks shit better. To this. Yeah. yeah. This is just this is really smartly done. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, uh, before we get out of here. Believe it or not, I made a quick little game up. <gasps> oh man, Devin. crazy! What is wrong with me? Uh, it's not a good one though, so uh, you know. Uh, I wasn't expecting much. Uh, uh, well, I, 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 since this was the Denise Richard theme, I figured let's do a little Denise Richards trivia. I'm gonna give you some facts about either her or Sarah Michelle Gellar, who was uh, also famous uh, during the same time. Okay. And I have no idea why you guys would be able to decipher the. Me either. Good them. lord. So this game is not gonna make much sense, but just give it a guess. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. In October of 2015, uh, she co-founded Foodsters, a food craft crafting brand and e-commerce startup selling baking kits for children. Was that Sarah that's, Michelle Gellar? That's Gale? a Denise Richards, a food I crafting brand. Uh, yeah. yeah, that sounds like a Denise Baking Richards. Baking kits, yeah. Uh, it is Sarah Michelle Gellar. Really? God. Okay. Uh, she served briefly as a co-host to of the teen girl talk show Girl Talk, which aired in 1989. 1989. So this would have been before both of them were They'd actually be pre-teens really famous. almost, basically. When I was when I was one year old, I loved Girl Talk. I'll tell you, and I know for a fact that it was. Denise Richards. I'm going to say Sarah Michelle Gellar just to put him in his place. Put You put him in his place, bad boy. What up? Who actually liked Girl these Talk? Are all it about, was your girl. These are all about Sarah Michelle Gellar and how much better she is than Denise Richards. Oh, no. That's what this is. In December 2004, she posed for a nude pictorial, pictorial in Playboy magazine. What year? Five months after giving birth in 2004. Five months after giving uh, birth. I don't know I'm when say, either of them had babies. That's Sarah Michelle Gellar. I feel like Denise Richards was like at her most famous for uh, 007 so that where she played that would have been 90 something probably I read that also Denise had won like a rasp for worst actor she's for that very role. bad in that movie uh, yes, it's not good I, I'm going Sarah Michelle Gellar I'm gonna go to Denise Richards fuck man you put him in his fucking place dude Boom, uh, I know so much you're getting wolf man God. <laughs> taking it right now enjoy the girl talk boy <laughs> all right at the age of uh four she was spotted by an agent in a restaurant in upper Manhattan that is creepy <laughs> yeah fuck <laughs> what? what kind of job is that where you're just walking around spreading talent four years old um fuck two weeks later she auditioned for a part in the television film an invasion of privacy aptly named with valerie harper carol kane and jeff daniels i'm i'm gonna say denise richards because i she has such a like uh like interesting facial structure that she's probably had that her entire life i'm actually also gonna say denise richards because i know she was on an episode of seinfeld not super long after that i mean she was a teenager on that one but you gotta stick to your guns dylan you could have you could have taken it too about sarah michelle geller fuck (laughs) in 2001 she guest starred in friends as ross and monica geller's cousin casey geller that has to be sarah michelle geller in the episode, the one with Ross and Monica's cousin. Fuck, I've I've seen these. Uh, 
It's been, you, it's been a it's while. It's literally since Geller. It has to be. So. No, 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 no. Is that you think that's a trick? I think it, it is Denise Richards. What do you think, Manton? Sarah Michelle Geller. You got him, Dylan. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? It, Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller was never in an episode of Friends. You know what? That that is funny. When I I didn't really that didn't click that, until yeah. now. Um, that would have been too easy. See, that, I, my it. thought was like, oh, there's no way that he like you know figured all that out and like that that would be so much work for you. Oh, but no, it was a happy no. accident. Yeah, yeah, Fuck that! It's a happy accident for sure. Um. Uh, oh, that's that's it, boys. We did it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Turns right. out I know my big boob stars better than yeah, you. Yeah, that was like three or four to, to zero, man. That was a, a beat down. You got whooped. Mm. All right. So Sunday are the Oscars or is the Oscars, and we need to pick three of the top reviewed or or most popular nineteen movies, and then we'll kind of piece together I'm, I'm, of I'm, this year of nineteen. Oh, oh. So let's let's see what my phone has to say. Hey Siri, what, what, what? are the best two thousand nineteen no. horror movies? Here are some horror movies released in 2018. Oh, you said you didn't even up. get up. Artificial intelligence. Come on. All right. I, I will say this. We we there are probably some big ones that we've missed from this year. I know like Well, here's the question. Space, when you when you say when you say the best like um do you mean like like we could what we could do is we could go to like Rotten Tomatoes top ten list? That's or kind of shit what, didn't get actually that's nominated. Kind of what I did. None of it did. But so it's I, not actually. Oscar I have. Bait, right? I already have. Some, I've, I've done a little bit of research, but we've seen actually quite a bit between the four of us. We've seen. I a actually lot. have downloaded. Well, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I've actually uh, got a list of a lot of the top of, of Rotten Tomatoes. So okay, so one one that we should definitely do is Tigers Are Not Afraid. That that's yeah, a yeah, huge we, we've, one. We've been meaning to watch that for a while. I was gonna suggest some of the big ones that we haven't reviewed. You, okay. Like Doctor Sleep. I really want to watch that. I would love an yeah, opportunity to do that. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Chapter two. Have we reviewed it? We have not. It's long as fuck. it's three hours. It's really I don't want to do it. I don't uh, do it. It's also okay. Okay. Eh. Um. Uh, let's see what else we have here. So we're basically gonna do the the Oscar bait episode. Yeah, yeah, it's the Oscar bait episode. Um, let's see what else. There's one called Bliss from 2019 that has insane. Oh, is reviews. that the one about the flower? Uh, oh, I might know what that, that is. That one looks so. kind of good. It's got a 91%. I feel like we should just figure this all out after. Yeah. Well, we got I some options. But, but I mean, we can let folks know. So I think we can yeah. definitely do Dr. Sleep. We'll do Dr. Sleep. We'll do Tigers Not Afraid. And let's just let's just fucking pick one, man. Um, you sure you guys don't, You guys have already seen it. You would have to rewatch it. I don't want to. I, I would have to rewatch it. I haven't it. watched it. I haven't watched it. It's so long. You don't want to watch it. I don't even really want to. Fuck it. Let's just say Bliss. Yeah, I'm into it. All right. I don't know what it is. Let's do it. Blit, yeah, it's kind of fun to go on blind on this one. Um, unless you want to do The Lighthouse. Uh, I haven't seen that I either. I do, actually. Mm. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know about That's it. pretty Oscar-baity. Um, it's literally in the Oscar. In Bliss? The, okay. You guys... Oh, Dylan, is I know this about this. One? You will not like What's this. What's it about? It is, it is going to be artsy-fartsy yeah. as heck. Is it the one with, about the little flower, or is that... No, Little Joe. This, that's what I'm thinking of. That did, one You will not like Bliss. I'll tell you that right now. This is going to be like... Like, um, what would an episode be if there wasn't something I got <laughs> extremely mad about? I don't think I don't think any of us are gonna like it, but well, it's whatever. Let's, we don't have fuck, to wait, wait, let's do the fucking lighthouse. It literally is in the, right. the Oscars, right? For best cinematography. Fair enough. I really want to see the it. lighthouse is fucking excellent. Yeah. So we're doing the lighthouse, Doctor's uh, Sleep, and Tiger's Not Afraid. Those are all yeah those, very yeah. well reviewed yep, yep. horror movies. This should, yep. should be a strong week. Yeah, and, and I want you to be. I want you guys to keep in mind the, the other 2019 ones as we're gonna do that the most the, the most uh, the easiest five 
Oscars. We're going to do Best Picture, Best Screenplay, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress. For just in general? For 2019. For films from this year? Yes. It's going to be 1917 for most of it, dude. I rewatched that again last night. That movie. No, 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 no. no. Sorry. Horror, sorry. Horror, horror movies. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Sorry. Horror movies. I'm, I'm putting in my, the, I, I hope that they, they, Roger Deakins, if he doesn't get a, an Oscar for this, uh, is fucking robbed. That movie's fucking awesome, but I just watched Parasite really fucking I really awesome need too. to see uh, that. I'm glad yeah. somebody watched it. It's movie's so good. fucking good. All right. But we're going to do horror Oscars next week for the same kind of category. Categories. Um, uh, but now, listeners, now you know what movies we're doing. Doctor Parasite could honestly be in. You there. could consider, but I want to do full horror. Still in theaters. I don't know if I get an opportunity no, it, to get to you, it. No, it's it's online. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, oh. Lighthouse, Doctor Sleep, Tigers, Not Afraid. Check them out, listeners, and you can send in your best 2019 Oscars as well for best director, screenplay, um, best picture, actor, actress, and and we'll read it off on Twitter at HorribleCast or HorriblePodcast at gmail.com. On behalf of the horrible crew and Blooster, who's dead, thanks for listening and stay spooky. Rip. Ooh. <laughs> That's the sound so of Blooster rest? dying. <laughs> That's the sound of Michael coming as a brain at the end of the movie. Oh my God, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> Paul Walker's fucking brain coming. <sighs> R.I.P. him too.